I'm V. And I'm K. And we got something to say. Yeah, we do. Hey, y'all. Hey, guys. We're back. Oh, man, we're back. It's... Episodes when, like, yeah. it could be an effect was added, but I feel like the intimacy yeah. between my voice yeah. to the listeners is important. Yeah, from here on out, we'll actually never play specifically the air horn, <laughs> we'll just only vocalize it. Mm-hmm. That's it, we can never go back. Uh, listen, guys, we're back. We're back. Thank you guys for riding with us yeah. and for keeping on this, like, listening and everything. We really appreciate it. We went on a brief hiatus, if you will, yeah. and so we just yeah. we appreciate you guys for. Yeah. You guys staying with us, listening to this. Mm-hmm. We appreciate you. We love you. We're back Absolutely. in full effect. Absolutely. And last time that we talked, um, I was still home with my family in Seattle. Yeah. And you were in D.C. Mm-hmm. And then we had to take a rather unexpected mm-hmm. break mm-hmm. Um, that was like maybe a week longer than we wanted it to. But uh-huh. because, uh, you know, life happened, y'all. So like here's the thing. Uh, we put a lot of time towards our content and mm-hmm. creating and devising all these things. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, like life happened to us. Life happens. Uh, we are not immune to life happening to us. And mm-hmm. on the topic of immune, <laughs> <laughs> on the topic of immunity, mm-hmm. you know, in our first episode, Via, mm-hmm. our first inaugural episode of something to say, yeah. we talked about Miss Rona and we yeah. talked about, we gave a beautiful, lovely, hilarious, in my personal opinion, <laughs> metaphor about how Miss Rona just is taking over the barbecue, the barbecue yeah. of life, if you will. Yes. She's bringing a terrible potato salad uh, filled with raisins uh, and just like yeah. gross things. She's and like peas. Peas. Ew. Peas? Because why do people like to put peas into things to like hide them? Do you remember That's that? gross. Do you oh, remember yeah. that phase? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Anyways. Gross. Disgusting. Hate peas. Anyways. <laughs> she came. She brought this potato salad. She said the DJ booze. She's everywhere. And obviously nobody else could be at this barbecue because like it's a party of one. Mm-hmm. 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 <sighs> Hard to say. Say it. But the rumors are true. <laughs> I indeed tested positive for Miss Rona. It was me and her at the barbecue. Yeah. She pulled me in. I didn't want to be there. None of my friends yeah. were there. I had to be away from my people. It was such a bad barbecue, too. It was such a bad barbecue. The music was horrible, but yeah. the tail saddle was gross, as you could even <laughs> imagine. It wasn't fun. It really was just a really awful time. So jo- all jokes aside, I did indeed test positive for coronavirus. It was a pretty hectic time, honestly, because it happened right as Viet kind of came back. Yeah. So what had happened was mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the date was July 7th. I woke up feeling pretty normal. I had a little bit of fatigue. Nothing that was like alarming. I just kind of felt myself gravitating more towards the bed chamber and like just taking naps and stuff. But I'm like, I'm diabetic. So I'm thinking in my head like, oh, I'm fatigued anyways. Also like, are we not all fatigued? Like what is fatigue? Fatigue is so ambiguous. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, like I'm aware of my body and I see, okay, got it. Great. Wake up on the 8th and I'm like, okay, still fatigued. Have a little tickle in my throat. Yeah. Yeah. Like a brief, like a small, small tickle. Something that, a kind of tickle that like under normal circumstances, you wouldn't think that it's anything. I mean, it is allergy season. It is allergy, right. Allergies, like all this kind of stuff, whatever. Those were my two symptoms. And I figured, okay, Viet was coming. That was a Friday or Thursday, right? You were coming the Saturday. Saturday, yes. Yeah, it was a Thursday. 
Thursday, you were coming this yeah. Saturday, and I said to myself, you know what? Better safe than sorry. Yeah. Viet's coming. Yeah. She's kind of like gonna. She had been traveling. Yeah. So we I, I mean, I like, was like the variable of a risk. You the were the quote unquote risk, which was yeah. funny. I crossed. I mean, I crossed state lines. So. Right, right, and you literally you crossed country, so it wasn't like it was a small. <laughs> I went to the other Washington in case that wasn't clear enough. <laughs> right, two Washingtons. Yes, yeah, I went to the other one. Yeah, across I went to the one that like also people don't sometimes vaccinate their kids. I'm not saying that this is something that, like, my neighborhood or my sisters or any of that nonsense. But, you know, there's, like, people in the woods in the Pacific Northwest who don't subscribe to things like this. So, you know, I'm a little bit of a risk here. Right. So, BS the risk. So, I'm operating like, you know what? BS the risk. Let me just go cover my bases just in case. I go. I talk to the doctor there who's testing me. And even he's like, oh, girl. You are Gucci with a capital G. Yeah, Don't true. you worry about nothing. You barely have symptoms. In fact, to the point where he actually didn't consider me to be yeah. symptomatic. Yeah. That's how like small my symptoms were. So I'm just there. I'm chilling. Yeah. Sixing up my nose, whatever. We're talking, chatting, whatever. He's like, you know what? Get yourself some Benny. Get yourself- Did you talk to the person that tested you? Hell yeah. Mine was so swift. Like, get out of here. <laughs> it was like precisely two minutes and 45 seconds. But anyways, oh, man. I made some friends. We're chit-chatting. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, you know what? CVS is across the street. Yeah. Please go get some Benadryl. Mm-hmm. Please go get some, you know, Dayquil, NyQuil, all the stuff. And you just go, you're fine. Yeah. Everything's fine. They told me that in two to four days, you'll get your results. We typically, te- we typically tell our people who are positive that they're positive first. Makes then sense. everyone else happens later. So, like, don't panic if you don't hear a result in a couple of days. It just means that you're fine. We then launch into the weekend and the following days. Via comes back, yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah, yeah. Via had been traveling, so we actually we didn't touch yeah. none of that stuff. Like we didn't sit on the same couch. Like, fully, fully planning for me to get tested, for me right. to self quarantine until I knew one hundred percent what was going on. Totally right. Days go by. I haven't heard. Yeah. I, to add some more drama to the mix, my birthday was coming up, so I was like <laughs> trying to figure out. Okay, I was gonna have this small dinner, and I was kind of figuring out. Okay, whatever. I don't know. I think it's okay to go through it because again, it had been days, and they hadn't told me. And as the guy told me, don't worry, right? If you haven't heard from us, then you probably don't have it. Days pass. Days pass. My birthday is a few days later. Yeah. It comes and goes. Still hadn't heard anything. Mm-hmm. Then the fifteenth comes around, and I get a call, and they're like. Hey, Miss Mawaii. Stop saying my name correctly, obviously. Yeah, for a second I was like, who are you referring to? <laughs> no, it's that's not. That's how they say my name. Mawaii. An educated guest, which is like not Mawaii? bad. Mawaii? I've like heard. Mawaii. <laughs> Mawaii. That's a new one, actually. I've never okay. heard. Okay. I'm going to hold on to that, though. Okay, Karen. Yeah. So they called me and they are like, sis, like, I'll never forget what's in the phone. They literally like, hey, so like, we got your like results back. I'm like, what happened? You're positive. Like, that was verbatim what they told me and I was like, what yeah <laughs> and i'm i'm like i was immediately start crying and i'm confused That's and i'm like it. what's happening because in my head i'm like yeah. oh we of course like media only shows us people who are like dying right yeah. so i'm like yeah. do i have to go to the hospital am i dying am i gonna survive like all this stuff whatever because of course the doctors know that i'm diabetic so i'm technically high risk and they're like how are you feeling and i'm like yeah like my voice at this point had gotten much much worse i had mm-hmm. full laryngitis had no voice hence we took the hiatus because like i couldn't say nothing yeah that was the other part too was that, that even as you were tbd right uh, of of um yeah i mean like she just like didn't have a voice and, yeah like, I know, like, I can talk for a long time, but, like, this is not fun if it's just me. Yeah, for sure. You know? It's a package deal, correct? It's a package deal. Um, So, right. So, my laryngitis was pretty bad, and so... The doctor was like, do you have any other symptoms? I'm like, no, I have... I had no fever. I had no chills. I had no vomiting. I had no nothing. And so, he was kind of like, okay, well, like, stay at home, rest, hydrate, do the airborne thing, do the, like, emergency thing, and, like, all that stuff, and then just, like, call it a day. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of like, okay... 
Um, at that point, it had been a week, so he was kind of like, you're you're halfway through it, so just like soldier on was kind of the advice, which is really disorienting to be told by a doctor, kind of like, fight the good fight, sister. You know what I'm saying? Um, Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Right, and I'm kind of like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> then I told Viet, because of yeah. course, like, you're the most important. I'm looking at Viet, obviously. <laughs> I felt like I have to, like, describe Not to be why. confused with the other Viet, <laughs> who's actually behind me. <laughs> I just felt like because I was saying the pro. Anyways, <laughs> roasting me. <laughs> so uh, right, so like, so I had to tell Viet because she's the most important person that it would Aww. really impact, yeah, sure. and an important person to me, of course, as well. And yeah, so we were yeah. kind of like, I mean, you were so lovely. You were yeah. so like, hey, girl, it's cool. We probably all got it at some point. <laughs> like, you the special one, girl. It was happening to somebody. Yeah. God picked you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that was that was the energy. That was the energy. Yeah. And I was like. Okay. I, yeah, full like my full chest, full conviction. I mean, right. That right. wasn't sugar coated. That was very much right. like, yeah. yeah. All right. So it is what it is. It's what it is. We push get it. we. It's right. one of those like we pass the days. That's like we pass all we the can days. Do. Yeah, and I just like I wrapped myself in my blanket. Mm-hmm. I watched Hamilton, and I'm just kind of like I was like, okay, great. Like you know what? I made a really conscious decision in that moment. I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna panic. Yeah. Because panicking is not going to help my health. Oh no, no, no. Right now, I actually need to do everything in my godly power to like. Yeah. focus on my health so yeah, I really need to like totally. sit my ass down I yeah. need to not think about shit Facts. I need to just like unplug and really just like rest because like yeah. it's going to take every kind of effort and miracle to get me through this yeah. so and I it was, was really scary because really scary because like no one knows what this virus is and I'm like great I have this disease mm-hmm. then I have a virus and I'm like dope okay what does one do yeah I'll take it from here uh yeah so koei lets me know meanwhile like since i've gotten back um you know we were on the same page about uh quarantine like we had we had at that point like before i had gone to seattle like two months prior Mm -hmm. been really good about it like Mm -hmm. of course like everybody else and like dc you know where we are right now was different than new york because we weren't hit asap Mm -hmm. like and dc is also significantly less concentrated like yeah. Once all of the kids at the universities leave, like, the major schools leave, mm-hmm. once summer starts to roll around, like, all those different things, like, right. it is a very, very quiet town. And mm-hmm. so, for us, like, you know, of course, like, at the beginning, we were like, like, I guess you can see a couple people still. Right. No, we shut that down pretty, pretty soon and pretty, pretty swiftly. And we were mm-hmm. really good about that, truly, even up until I left, to, I went home to Seattle. So, mm-hmm. Fine. So even when we came back, like, we were of that mindset. Like, we didn't, we were not seeing people. Like, we stayed mm-hmm. in our homes, and mm-hmm. that was the energy. Because we've been doing that, which is, you know, I'm no doctor, but let's make sure we're all doing that. Because we're trying to see these streets again, you guys. Mm-hmm. And it takes everybody to do that. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so we come back, all that stuff. And, you know, by the time uh, like we got tested, the other thing, too, is, like, she was given a two-to-four window and was not notified till seven days later. Right. And so at that point, I was home with Koei on this couch for all of that five days. Now, like, we weren't, like, hugging each other because I was the one who came back. Right. But, like, I was here as we were waiting. And so um, when we found out and we had our, like, little chit-chat, I was also, like, running errands related to moving and house things because we were coming to the end of our lease. Mm -hmm. So I still, like, needed to do things outside in the world, but it was by no means for social reasons. Mm -hmm. Um, So when I found out, I was like, all right, cool, okay, we're here. We're doing it. We have our separate bedrooms. So we'll just proceed as such. Right. Um, and then I, obviously, it was the next day that I told my parents. Mm-hmm. Um, because, like, you know, you got to, like, like sleep on these things. Like, yeah, right, I mean? right. And I don't want to alert and, and alarm my parents. And so I told them, um, 
as as parents would fully do, mm-hmm. um, they were just concerned, and mm-hmm. it was already post uh, going home, and we're, we'll we'll have another like conversation about you know our own journeys with our families and difficult things about our families because that's a really important conversation to have. Yeah. But it was at the tail end of a very uh, incredible time home, but one in which like my family and I really had some difficult conversations about who we are, you know, my parents being separated, like all these different things mm-hmm. and being separated for a while. And so we really like came together and like talked about difficult things in our past. So like the tail end, and like, by talking about it, I mean like it was like two days before I left. Yeah, it you was know? real fresh. It was real <laughs> so fresh. So fresh. And so my parents, you know, naturally come back and they're just like, oh, like, oh, how's life? You want to make sure that, that your move is fine. All these different things. And then for me to be like, I so like, um, here's the thing, um, this happened, uh, you know, Kobe has it, and I've been around it for the past five days since I got back, mm-hmm. and my parents are like, all right, so uh, we're concerned, you are far away from us, you are a five-hour flight away from us, you need to do what you can uh, with the situation, and by that is leave, because up until that point, like I hadn't, I needed to get tested. And I was giving myself a seven-day period to find out my results. Mm-hmm. So the only thing that I could control in that seven days until I knew mm-hmm. was where I was. Mm-hmm. And if there's any critical point, it's in those days because mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm positive or negative. So my parents essentially were like, we won't sleep if you don't leave type of thing. <laughs> and I was like, okay, but like that wasn't really like my gut reaction. <laughs> right, right. And uh, I probably spoke to my parents individually more times in that day than I have like maybe in the four months since I lived in DC post coming back from Christmas break so like yeah. that's that's pretty telling um love my parents but like we were just like talking like they were calling me like every other hour yeah anywho uh, uh also shout out to like you know talking to your mom and dad separately yeah baby <laughs> you know that life going yeah I know the deal um, yeah for sure uh so yes yeah, so that's all to say that I ended up leaving mm-hmm. um and that was something that my parents and my family in particular were really like just like do this for now there's nothing else you can control and there's no other information that we're aware of Mm -hmm. will this make a difference like we literally do not know Mm -hmm. but at least that's like a move that we can make and thankfully I was in a position to do that which is important to like acknowledge because that is like an expense Mm -hmm. and that is also the leaving part of it too right yeah exclusive of like the health aspect and the making sure that Koei can recover as she needs to do and things like that. Like, exclusive mm-hmm. from that, like, that's also something that, like, was a decision. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was out, you know, in a cute little Alexandria. So if you know the DMV, you know what's up. Um, the Burbs, the suburbs. Yeah, the Burbs. There was, like, a Hobby Lobby and a Ross and a Marshalls behind the hotel. It was, mm-hmm. it was just fine. Um, but leaving was weird because it was not natural to Mm -hmm. do so Mm -hmm. and uh it's also unknown territory like that's the thing with this pandemic right now we know few things concretely that Mm -hmm. this is a virus that's going around that it is impacting people Mm -hmm. it is possibly taking lives i wouldn't say possibly um it is taking lives lives, the extent Mm -hmm. and the rate and the things like that so many questions so right. a few things we know are concrete and that in of, of itself is really scary yeah um and everything else is a big question mark and again like as Koei had said some people that she doctors she talked to were like write it out yeah and we also heard that some people are like this is the biggest sos you might experience in your life right and everything in between so i left 
go in this hotel and really like spend uh, the probably the most quarantined I have ever because um, right. while we've been quarantined in DC, like I had COVID, we were in the same, we were in the same, we were in the same right? Same everything. Yeah. Um. So that was. Yeah, it was just it was just weird, mm-hmm. and also like because of the chaos of it all. So I had gotten tested on like that Friday, um, at evening, and then checked into the hotel the next morning, and that window was like so short. It was like less than twenty four hours. Mm-hmm. Um, packed all the things that I thought I would need, mm-hmm. um, including work things, and just like left. And so that was like a weird thing. I didn't mm-hmm. see Kobe face to face, obviously, um, and was like. We were texting each other on a kind of like an operational level and like right. logistics. Very level. diplomatic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very and very much like, hey, I've like left, I will talk to you soon, I will see you soon, please keep me updated. And right. vice versa. And as the days progressed, it was of that nature of like, Hey, how are you? Yeah. Where's the voice at? You know, yeah. How's the hotel? It's fine. And that was it because it was just weird to leave. It was really weird. I think and meanwhile, I'm just kind of held up in the apartment mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. okay, so I have COVID. What does one do? Yeah. I have to really fight through um, the fears of kind of like waking up one morning or sleeping, going to bed one night or whatever random time in the day, kind of like not being able to breathe. Because I kind of always felt like I was waiting for the shoe to drop. Because I was mm-hmm. kind of like, mm-hmm. I have COVID, but I don't, I have these like small but significant symptoms but like it could get worse and no one knows how no one knows when no one even knows if so it's kind of like in my head I'm like I'm fighting the fear of like okay cool I'm gonna drop in this apartment and no one's gonna be here and no one's gonna know I'm gonna die in this apartment alone like I have to first fight off that fear then there was just like you know I have the DC Department of Health and I have like the actual primary care center calling me every day to fully be like yo are you alive like that was like the vibe then I had to tell my job and they're yeah, all like, I'm getting floods of emails that are kind of like a mix between like if somebody had died or if I had had a baby very much like, we're thinking of you, like pulled like yeah. that kind of energy. And I'm like, it's really disorienting because like, I'm not feeling that sick. Like I've definitely felt sicker in my life and I'm someone who's had like significant health scares in my life. So I'm like, I felt worse than this, but people are treating me like I'm dying. <laughs> then like, bless my parents who are both across yeah the world right now and they're just kind of like they don't know what's going on they're super scared they're keeping an eye on me they don't know what the best thing is to do it's been a really really curious time and even kind of in like the aftermath of of being like now I'm trying to figure out like luckily enough I am feeling so much better clearly my voice is back by my demonstration of my air horn um sound earlier um but you know it's not totally there I still like you know I'm on the I, I'm fully I'm on my way to getting back to like 110 percent um but even then like talking to doctors and, and me trying to figure out like how do I know if I'm okay, okay. right and they're kind of like Mm-mm. Don't know what to tell you. Getting yeah. tested again won't really be conclusive. Yeah. So it's kind of it's more of a waiting game, yeah. right? It's, it's still kind of this thing. idea of like waiting to see if I get sick again, if I get yeah. better again, like all yeah. of those things. And it's been a really interesting practice in just like trust and care and yeah. attention and tr- genuine rest of like mental, physical rest. Yeah. Yeah. And it's been a really interesting time. I think also too, there's of course an emotional aspect oh, for sure. of all of this, right? Like I'm so scared. I'm, you know, I don't know what I need from people. I don't know what I need from my doctors, right? So I don't know if I want my friends to be, like, texting me every second. I don't know if I want them to not give me time and space. 
And so I found myself just getting really frustrated at people and projecting that onto my friends. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, like VF being one of them, mm -hmm. of just like, mm -hmm. That's why are you talking though. to me why are you talking to me so much like again that, that just comes by way of like not knowing what's going on that like fear of like really like projecting it onto people feeling very alone yeah feeling very scared feeling very like woe was me why me all of that kind of stuff and then of course just like the anger in myself like what did I do wrong how did it happen like all of those kinds of things run through your head so it's really been a, a very curious time um but we are sitting here happy to report that, you know, according to what the CDC says yeah. and what doctors say, there's no more active COVID in my system. Yes, 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 I'm yes. sure there are yeah. some guys swimming up in there, just like yeah. chilling. Yeah. But they've like they've and now like now they've yeah. been there for like 15 plus days, like yeah. almost 20 days, yeah. right? So yeah. like I yeah, ain't like given we anything. Did the, we did the two weeks and then some and yeah. a deep clean and uh, did two weeks actually after my symptoms and when I got the test, which is yeah. like. The ways that you can tell, either way, if it's yeah. out of you. Yeah, yeah. We had a cleaning company come in here and truly just like burn the shit to the ground <laughs> to like yeah. make sure that. No, but it was because I walked in because that's like you know for people who are in situations like this where you live with people, you have significant others, whatever it is, and you need to like put in precautions into place. I I came back post the time that we had spent that is recommended mm -hmm. in addition to some change in addition to like cleaning it and like having professionals do it. And I walked in and I was like, the air is different. And that's because oh, yeah. they like actually went into the air vents, which like I don't even think they did when we moved into this place. So Oh no, this apartment's never been clean like that. Yeah. Boy was that like overdue, regardless. Regardless. Um I was also thinking like on the like flip side of things too is is Koei was going through the emotional aspect of like recovery mm -hmm. um, was also the weird thing that happens when you are the outside, mm -hmm. right? Which is like, statistically speaking, the majority of us mm -hmm. as we know it to be right now. Mm -hmm. um, and the kind of like, I was, I would say that I was probably being slightly more like, I don't know if clinical was the word, but uh -huh. I would say like operational. Right. And I right. slipped into a very much like, mm -hmm. are there updates that need to be made? Mm -hmm. Is there a thing that I need you to? The, I have a delivery coming. Can you keep an eye out for that? It was. It right. got to like that very much like, like, uh, usefulness mm -hmm. and resourcefulness, mm -hmm. which is weird because I've never had that rapport with you, Koei. Yeah, and to slip into that was like super unnatural. Right. And I say that to the effect of like, you know, we're all going to go. I mean, we're all gonna. We're all going through pan the pandemic anyways, and so you'll have an auntie, cousin, brother, sister, and dog who will be impacted by this mm -hmm. um but to 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 trust that um we none of us know what we're doing mm -hmm. uh we don't have the best consolation about this mm -hmm. we also just like big picture speaking um are in a country where the people who are in power um are not serving us mm -mm. and so we have not even that to rely on the the gag is us as mm -hmm. like and by us i mean these united states of america apparently Correct. The gag is that. Um, so with all of that, and then, like, reduce it to a micro level of, like, the people that you love and care about. Mm -hmm. We don't know what we're doing. We're mm -hmm. all scared. And we're all only making decisions based on what we are aware of. And mm -hmm. that may not always sit well. And that will be awkward. And it will be weird. Mm -hmm. But just, like, trust that, like, that other person is doing it out of the goodness and best intentions. Mm -hmm. um, and that's, like, a really... Uh, maybe a unexpectedly important 
thing that you and I kind of went through, Koei. Yeah. Of like, the, it was just weird and we had to get past it and we were forced to get past it. Yeah. And now I know that like when it comes down to these things, I'll never think like, oh, some type of way. Because yeah. I know that we like got through this like curveball. Yeah. Which was like, totally. <laughs> Yeah. I think it made us stronger friends. Mm-hmm. I think it made us better people. Because at the same breath, like oh, yeah. I had to take a moment and really realize like what I was going through and like what you were going through and I had to be like I can't actually be mad at Viet for being like clinical and operational because like she like this also has derailed her life and like that's a a truth like even though I'm the one who has it right like it's affected the lives around me and I think that's that's always an important realization that like there is you and your relationship with yourself but there's also the other people that you affect like you affect other people um yeah and I think that was that was beautifully said like you really just had to like grow from that and, you know, here we are. We made it through. We're here. We're drinking wine. And we're back talking to you guys. Yeah, we are. Here we are. And if there's one thing we can say at the end of this, by golly, wear a mask. Wear a mask. <laughs> Especially all out there in Kenya. I know y'all ain't wearing masks. <laughs> wear your mask. going to happen anywhere. Yeah. And anyway, I yeah. swear to God, I couldn't tell you how I got this. No, like. I couldn't tell you. She just pulled me into the barbecue. I wasn't even in the line. No, and you know what? If we're all being really, really honest with ourselves... We've all made exceptions to a certain degree. Unless you are someone who got your groceries delivered. Now, I'm not, like, I want to put a blanket on what your choices are. But, like, Mm -hmm. I really mean this when I say, unless you never even went to Trader Joe's or Safeway or Nakumats or whatever you want to call it, okay? (laughs) Shout out to a Kenyan friend. You know what I'm saying? Uh, There were exceptions here because unfortunately like life was is not accustomed to this Mm -hmm. and so a a degree of like I did that because I needed something is what happened so I can't really tell you and I'm not really interested in breaking that down for you because Mm -hmm. we need to focus on our lives and our health and the Mm -hmm. people closest to us Mm -hmm. I will say this though wear your masks because I want to be back on these streets correct and we would all like to be back on these streets Mm -hmm. number two Anyone can still get it. Anyone. You, in fact, can get it. Yes. And if you don't get it, someone next to you can also still get it. Mm-hmm. Just because you were resilient three months ago and you were fine in March when things got crazy for the first time does not mean that you won't get it in September. Mm-hmm. Even someone like me, right? Like, I've had it already and I've gone through it, but I'm not operating like I can't get it again. Yeah. My mom actually was telling me that, like, she's like, oh, great, cool, you won't ever get it again. And I'm like, no, no mommy, no, that's, not that's, not, not, that's not how that works. We don't <laughs> know still. I'm still operating like I could still get her. Absolutely. I'm still running away from her. And vice versa, if you are not someone who has tested positive, it, just because you tested negative is not a hall pass i i am no doctor mm-hmm. but i know that just because you didn't get it last week does not mean that you're not gonna get it by virgo season or mm-hmm. whatever you want to mm-hmm. call her speak on that shit. okay speak on it. so operate like it's fair game because it is fair game mm-hmm. and a curveball may or may not be thrown at you mm-hmm. and y'all will be sitting like oh man I have to now really quarantine or, mm-hmm. or like, I mean, that's what it's like least impact is like, I have to be alone again. Mm-hmm. The most impact is, well, I don't have to say because we know that things can really bad can happen. Can so real. if you apply that, that you can still get it, then I would like to believe that some of y'all's decisions, including ours too, because mm. we're in this too. We're on the learning curve. You with you. You apply some of that knowledge. I bet you your decisions will change a little bit. Absolutely. And that's, 
all I got to say on that. Can we cling to that? We can cling to that, baby. Cling to that because we're back. We're back. <laughs> it's time for an ad break. Hey, hey guys. guys. I'm Abinal. And I'm Chelsea. And, and we're Coils & Co. Coils & Co is a natural hair brand where we share our tips and knowledge on how to take care of 4C hair. We started Coils & Co to provide information on 4C textured hair that we did not have when we both started our natural hair journeys. So for all the insider tips on natural hair care, you can find us on Instagram at Coils and & Co and on YouTube under the same name. We're both super excited to be on Something to Say. Hey listeners, you got something to sell? A talent, a product, a service, maybe just a piece of knowledge? Well, we want to feature you. Send us a DM via Instagram and we will record a cute little ad for, to include during our ad break to give your product, knowledge, whatever it may be, a shout out during our podcast. And we're back. <laughs> Do you miss us? Yeah, we missed you. We are here. So, Viet, um... Do you know where we are? Where? That's a great... First of all... Hey. Blah, hey, I got, the, I got something to say. Yeah, what'd you guys say? Do you know bro? where we are? Absolutely not. I have no idea where we are. I know that we're in the same place, though, which is an ex- oh exciting gosh. change. We're on the same couch. We just talked about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After some... Sometime. Sometime. Sometime we're back on the same couch. But do you know, like, where we are? Where are we? I think... Are we in July? We are in July. We're actually at the tail end by the, by the time that we're recording this, but we're at the tail end of July, but more specifically, mm-hmm. we are most definitely halfway through 2020. Whoa! Like, whoa, and the reason why we were like, okay, you know, we had we have lots of plans for things we're going to talk about in this season, the seasons to come, episodes, whatever, but we really were just like, what has happened mm-hmm. in this year? Halfway through, so year in review is what's coming to you right now. Mm-hmm. Year and review. Via, before we get into, like, the recap of 2020, I want to ask you. Yeah, what's up? You know, when we were young and we were fun and yeah. we were naive. Yeah. And before, and you know, before all this corona mess. Yeah. We went into this year thinking, you know what, 2020 vision, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Remember that was, you guys remember when that was, like, a really big thing? It was all, like, yeah. 2020 vision. like Twitter, it's clear, Instagram whatever. ate it up. Yeah, it was the whole, it was really, like, the vibe. Yeah. Do you feel like yeah. in the year... 2000 yeah and 20 do you yeah. feel like your vision is clear do you feel like your vision is 2020 as someone with astigmatism i don't have 2020 vision yeah. so i want to ask you do yeah. you feel like your vision is cleared i'll tell you how clear my vision was or is my vision is as clear as i was in third grade which is to say <laughs> i had bifocals <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I had the worst eyesight for the longest oh period of my growing up. I don't think I've told you this. No, you haven't. No, if you go to our house and there's like, you know, you take the photos from elementary school mm-hmm. every single year or whatever. Yeah. I wore glasses from kindergarten to fourth or fifth grade. That's so cute. Um, my, both my parents wear glasses, so it's like in the fam or whatever. Huh. But it, um, yeah, I had the worst eyesight of my entire family, like really bad. I was both near and short-sighted. Um, couldn't see anything at all. And so I had bifocals because I got, I had magnification up top and at the bottom so that I could read close to me and so that I could also see that that was a stop sign. It was, and it was like cute because I had the glasses that like had the strap in the middle. <laughs> oh my God. 
Eliza. So I, uh, that's a true story. That's a true story. Um, and then I uh, turned 13 and I wore my glasses consistently and my eyesight corrected and now I have pretty perfect vision. I don't wow. know what... Privilege! <laughs> <laughs> I still wear glasses. I don't know what in the superhero happened there. Right. But um, that's about as big of a flex as I can say. Things have shifted unexpectedly. But wow. that's all my point. My point, really if you see pictures, it's like the glasses are thickums. Wow. Thickums glasses because I was so I had such bad eyesight. Anyways, I want those pictures. <laughs> and they used to like sit on like the my nose at the end a little oh my bit, God. and I'd have to like pull the thing in the back so they would get close. And to you me. got a little face, and you got little eyes too. So like it's just like the whole. Thing. I don't have a little face. You for sure have a little face. I have a big forehead. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> we'll talk about that. Later. My point of that story mm-hmm. was that uh I have about as great vision um for 2020 mm-hmm. uh as I did when I had bifocals mm-hmm. which is to say um as we have said before I have been we we have all been bamboozled led astray mm-hmm. um but I would also add to that that I don't actually believe we can have nice things mm-hmm. um yeah I think like anything that's dramatic no I mean <laughs> that's but like you know a lot of things that we were looking forward to mm-hmm had hope and excitement and dreams and, and, and the like, uh, like are just not ours. Like they're not in our grasp. And there was big like 2020 catch flights, not feelings. Da, 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 da. I was supposed to be in Puerto Rico in March and that festival was just canceled. The capital C. Uh, capital C, as was all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Like what happened this year, girl? Whoa. Do you That's have, a- wait, do you have 2020 vision for this year? I have a controversial answer to this, as I typically do. Ew, are you going to see something like, I see everything bigger and brighter now? Not like that. Okay, fine. So I feel like, okay, so no disrespect to all of our blind people out there. We love our blind listeners. We love our blind people. I feel like I'm blind, and like I feel like things have been distorted. Like I feel like I definitely don't have the regular kind of view on things. I do think that other senses have been sharpened. I do kind of think that I have a clearer vision of like what's important to me and who I am and what I want than I had previously. And I do kind of yeah. think being isolated has kind of helped that. It's definitely been like, there have been all of the L's this year across oh, yeah. the board, yeah. experiences lost, yeah. um, trips lost, um, vacations lost, yeah. all of those, freedom lost, lost, all of those things. But in a weird way, and I'm not saying it's necessarily, I don't know if it's worth it per se, just kind of the present <laughs> truth, yeah. is that I feel like it's given me some time to yeah. like, kind of like think about like the bigger picture. Mm-hmm. Who do I love? What do I care about? What do I want for my life? That stuff to me has been clearer I think yeah. than ever because again yeah. we don't have the, the distraction of like this is true. Um, El Club um, <laughs> La Discoteca <laughs> La Discoteca um, or any of those things yeah. right? Um, yeah. And so that's been kind of a curious yeah. upside. I do feel like really like, like peaceful in life which is like a really yeah. curious thing and it's interesting about how like the cheap thrills, as yeah, for um, sure, for sure, Sia would say. Um, <laughs> I love Sia. Actually, yeah, I know you do. I Talk love. I like also love Sia before y'all saw her swing on a chandelier. She really did, which we'll be yet. We'll talk about later. And like, she's not even capping. I will tell you. <laughs> so I feel like. Yeah, so everything that you're saying is right. Like, we're definitely all wearing bifocals. We're definitely all kind of, like, disoriented. (laughs) Oh, 
almost spat my <laughs> That's amazing. Viet was drinking wine and she literally almost did a spit take. I love spit takes. I love what they happen in real life. Anywho, that's all to say. I do think that like some things have been clear. Friendships have been clear to Definitely. me. Relations have been clear yeah. to me. Ooh, child, that's real. You know what I'm saying? Like purpose has been clear to me. Definitely. Joy has almost been clear to me. And I yeah. think also the awesome thing about this year is that I think now we're all really thinking actively about like mental health and joy and, and happiness yeah. in a different kind yeah. of way. Now I feel like I seek happiness with intention, mm-hmm. not just kind of like, all right, like I'm gonna just call X person. We're just gonna go get a drink, whatever, like just to decompress. Now it's like, okay, no, now I actually like decompress with intention. I actually like think about it and actually try and like seek it out. And so those things have kind of been like a weird kind of like, I will add to that too. Mm. Um, the something that I'm very convicted about is uh, I am ready to prepare for next year already. Yeah, in a way that is not presumptuous. Because right. you know when you're like I don't know a freshman in college uh-huh. and you're like sophomore year, <laughs> it's lit, baby. You know, and like all this other stuff. Like there's like it's like presumptuous. It's a little bit like there's some a degree of naivete to all of that. But I actually, for the first time, uh, feel, like, pretty settled and determined for 2021 in a way that is productive Mm -hmm. and not just, like, sugar-coated and not just, like, wishful. Like, if something is not working in this year, which is, like, not, like, in this year, but, like, right now, which is a blanket term, more or less, for the rest of the year, because September will not be looking that different than now, so you can count on that, <laughs> with your bottom dollar. But, um... Wake me up when <laughs> September ends! <laughs> right, and then it's gonna get cold, so you can just kind of, like, approach the rest of this year, um, a little bit of the way that it is right now. Right. And I think that because of that, I can actually, like, be intentional about 2021. Right. Without being, like, and my hair will be red next year. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. This is a degree of intention in how we move in the immediate. That's, like, different, right? Like, I feel like now I wake up and I'm, like, all right, like, what's going to make me happy today? Like, what's going to help me get through in a way that I wouldn't have before? Yeah. You know? This layer of intention. So, like, that's kind of cool. And and also not in a way that's, like, you know, when you're, like, bored and you're, like, I'm moving to New York. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Like, ugh. Yeah. We just, like, drop it all and, like, move to Paris and, like, just, like, learn how to make pasta. Like, it's not like that. Which is what you did. Oh, yeah. With Paris? Yeah, you did. Uh, what? She was somewhere in a balcony smoking a a cigarette and just... I really just, like, if I could... I wish that I could, like, trademark, um, a mentality and an energy. If I could, and lawyers out there hit me up if I can't... But depression chic. Depression chic is really like a thing, and I tweeted yeah. about it, and it had like a good response. But yeah. I really like it was dark hues. Yeah. It was reading like twentieth century like literature, and it was cigarettes on cigarettes. Yeah. Not condoning that, yeah. but it did fit the yeah. vibe. A lot of red wine, obviously. A lot of red wine. Cheaper a lot than, of espresso. I mean, cheaper than water. My God, okay. I had triple espresso in this like a pack of cigarettes. Like I just, I'm just like, mm, what a time. Like just what like lonely and okay. so skinny. Not saying yeah. that's a good thing, because, yeah. like, we love all bodies, but also, yeah. like, just, like, skinny in a way that's, like, oh, this is, like, Parisian. Like, yeah, I can say I was Paris when I lived in. Like, I yeah. lived alive. I was sad yeah. and lonely. Depression chic. So, that's all, basically, <laughs> to round that out, was, like, uh, uh, mm-hmm. it, it feels like we are working towards another time. Yeah. Um, in a way that is not, like, the annoying, like, I just, like, want to reinvent myself. Like, that's annoying. Now. Right. Like, on some fake, yeah, fake stuff. Yes, yeah. I don't even know. Like, no, so real. that's Gucci. Um, yeah. Still wearing bifocals though, bro. Huh. Yeah, it's a little distorted. Never take them off. 
And I think, honestly, the happiest people right now are the people who are embracing the distortion. I thought you were going to say the happiest people right now are wearing bifocals. (laughs) (laughs) They are, though. I think that's why, like, you know, I feel um, an affinity for my fellow nerds. Mm -hmm. Um, Because it wasn't cute. So just know that, like, you can be, like, fabulous. Right. But also have your bifocals in your back pocket. Absolutely. That's my trademark. Yeah. Fabulous, but, like, bifocals. Listen, as we make our merch, which is coming soon, yeah, coming soon. Um, we will definitely have that because I completely agree. Yeah. All right, to the yeah. recap. Yeah, what happened? So what happened this I feel year? Like, like a fire on. Like, so I feel like this happens to me all the time. I feel like I've had this conversation with many, many people, and it's really just like been like, well, that happened this year. Like that has been like the like you know like the constant with all of my conversations. Yeah. First of all, yeah. Tiger King. <laughs> Tiger King actually happened in the year 2020, which is crazy pants. What was that song? Oh. Carol Baskin. Hey. <laughs> Killed her husband, whacked her. Yeah. <laughs> That's I like really... when TikTok and Tiger King like merged and we were all I like, loved it. Ah. I loved it. Like I just, I loved that remix. We really learned a lot about Oklahoma and Florida respectively. And Both like fear. the strangest stare. I just strange and I fear with a deep 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 passion if you are from any of those two states I need you to dm us and let us know please is it like that if so how are you managing honestly that's really what that's the real question like are there like tigers in your backyard like let minus Miami minus Miami Miami is different Miami is studio five Mr. Worldwide two feet of cheap um yeah we learned about that yeah. i mean the whole story was wild so viet and i watched tiger king here together i'll never forget were we in quarantine yet it that's, was that's it the was real the beginning because it was like the, the time that it was like right after we had seen some of our friends god it was a march situation yeah and, D- and again, our friends DC- had seen it our yeah. friends had seen yeah. it yeah and and DC again us. was a little bit late it wasn't like new york that like shut right. down like real quick because things are right crazy. dc was a little bit like we we yeah. fully shut down like towards the end of march i want to say that my last day in the office was like a march 20th march yeah. 22nd which mm-hmm. is really funny for me because i started a new job actually in mm-hmm. february so i'd really only been in the office for like three weeks mm-hmm. but yeah so it, it was just the beginning and i remember that time and i remember being like oh we're only gonna be here for like a few weeks oh, at yeah. best two three four whatever we very much were treating it like it was a vacation. So, like, at that time, Viet and I were buying all of the things. Yeah. And all, we were like, you know what? Summer. We're going to get all of the outfits for summer. We're going to yeah. be out back here. We're going to sit here. We're going to just, like, watch this content. We're going to just kind of, like, just chill because, like, this will be over soon. Yeah. That was the vibe. That was the vibe when we were, like, watching Tiger King and we were just, like, mystified <laughs> by this weird, yeah. scary oh white people yeah. who are selling and buying tigers, I that's, guess. That's and other exotic animals and like just i mean the story if you don't know i mean the story look it up because the story is ridiculous every i mean murder conspiracy to murder exotic animals all of which happened uh fairly recently because the man did try to run for president in the latest if not the second the one before that i think it was 2016 yeah I think it was yeah, the, the our most recent election. Yeah, that's true. We were we were not aware of it because you know. Meanwhile, a 
crazy man was trying right. to make his way to the, right. the situation. Right, so. right. It's just it's so crazy. It's interesting. It made us think a lot about like the true crime hysteria here in the yeah. States and how just like we are so obsessed yeah. with these like just almost fantastical stories of like people who just Yeah, Netflix is on that hundred percent. They're they're buying oh my all God. of the docuseries right now and all of the tell right. alls and whatever. And it used to be like, you know, it started off with things like 2020 and things like oh, yeah. 48 hours where it was like Dateline. stories that had happened and Dateline, right? Stories that had happened like 10, 15 years prior. Yeah. Now we're getting stories that happened like recently. Like, even with, like Right. Even with Aaron Hernandez where oh, like, that's like, that happened recently. Like that was yeah. truly that case. And like he killed himself three years ago. Yeah, exactly. Like recent exactly. things, right? Which, you know, makes us think a lot about like, what's appropriate what's not like where is that really like coming from and stuff but i mean it's a weird it's a weird consumption thing because we are totally i there was a period of time and maybe this is just our uh sweet sweet apartment where we were just watching like like low-key documentaries but not even just like dramatories like it was just like real things that really happened Mm -hmm. that we were all like what um and that's uh like informative and interesting but there is a degree in which it becomes like the only genre and uh-huh. in fact like the most lucrative genre and i'm Absolutely. not sure like how to feel about that the hysteria around it is yeah. just i mean ridiculous yeah, it's one know. thing when it's like your ted bundy's and oh like yeah those people. there's like five versions of ted bundy's by the way there's a zach efron yeah and there was a series then there was the tapes then there was a yeah i mean honestly i gotta say i watch all of it yeah. Um, yeah. Right, because like it, it's intoxicating. There's such a hysteria that makes us kind of be like, Even you. I think about you. Yeah. And how, like, the one of the most popular, uh, like, concepts in, in TV and show and things like that yeah. was this idea of, like, a man who's obsessed with, like, women to varying degrees. Like, right. That's, like, a really weird Super weird. genre, almost. And I think... Honestly, what makes you so intriguing and what people are really gravitating towards is the fact that, like, he really does, like, walk this fine line of, like, this is, like, love and this is, like, obsession. I watched you this year. Yeah, you did. In January. And season two came out this year. Because I remember when I came back from being um, at home for the holiday, I came back and I watched season two right here before you had come back. Another thing that happened this year. Yeah. Crazy. Watched all of that. You, 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 you fans. Yeah. Uh, that all happened this year. You know what um, also happened this year? Tell me. Meghan Markle left. Meg's it, baby. Meg's it, baby. She, she took her husband and she said, um, thank you. She said, thank you so much. Yeah. For she's, all the she's time. fully from Inglewood or Compton? Compton. Yeah. She said, thanks for the ring, babes. Um, right. Thanks for the castle. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd actually really love to leave. I'd love to leave. You know what? Harry, so, fun fact about me, I actually really love British royalty. I'm super (laughs) into it. I've actually watched every documentary on Netflix about it. Harry has always kind of had one foot out the door. Mm. Like, while William was, like, he recognized his succession, like, his his rank in it, and Mm. how he's, like, a real-life heir. He's had more um, responsibilities and realities than Harry. 
Aside from that, Harry really does take from Diana, his mother, and is very much like, mm, this has always not been for me. I've always kind of been like the rebel. And a part of that is like the privilege to be like the second born to be able to do so. But also just like, again, like his personality is to like rebel. So then like comes in Meghan Markle and she's out here. She's an actress, a divorcee. She's also half blick. And yeah, she, and yeah. they connected and he yeah. was like, I'm gonna ride this train to yeah. kingdom come. Absolutely. And I also feel like she also was kind of like on that vibe of like, oh baby, this is cute. It was a setup. Like, let's it was not, a setup. This right. was not like a, I'm gunning no. for a modicum of the throne. Not at all. This is not her goal at all. She's like, you know what? It's cute. She did I'll her acting married. too. She did. Yeah. She said, yeah. yeah. She's like, I'll get married in Westminster Abbey, but she didn't actually go. She, she got married somewhere else, which is, again, very controversial for the royals. Yeah. All those things. She's like, you know what? This is like a cute concept. She's like, it's yeah. cute. But, like, this is not what we're trying to have. We're not trying to have this life at all. Yeah. Like, this is not for you, us, anything. Then they had that baby, that cute little Archie, yeah. who's just like a cute little baby with his little I red think hair. I funny name, Archie. I think it's so cute. This little red hair. He's so cute. And they said, oh, no. You know what? We're in Canada. Well, first right Canada. First Canada. Now Malibu. They're yeah. in Malibu. Now they're in they're in Philly and Malibu. And she said, oh, "Baby, we're out." Yeah. And this is exactly how it was yeah. gonna happen. He said, "Yes, uh, when?" Uh, right. And she said, mm, "By 2020." So that was right. the start of this year. Yeah. Um. You know what was also the start of this year? Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember the memes for World War Three? Oh my God. <laughs> I'm bringing this up. Ah! My younger sisters and I, you know, because they're like peak, uh, like Gen Z. They're peak, peak TikTok. Peak That's Gen all Z. they've ever known. They're born like 2010. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like so fresh. Um, and so, I, like, I didn't really understand the World War Three memes. Obviously, like, the concept because, like, we were potentially spiraling into that on a political level. Yeah. But, like, the kids, the youngins, really right. took that as, like, content that's funny. Right. And they applied that. And my sisters were so good about it. And they would just, like, send all of the funniest things on the internet about it. And I would, like, cry. It was just, like, so funny. But do you so remember funny. that? It was such a big thing. Fully. So context for those who, like, are not familiar, I yeah. believe, honestly, and I don't totally know what happened, I think, like, Trump tweeted actually something yeah. about, like, World War Three yeah, and, like, the yeah, realities yeah. of that. And then yeah. people, like, uh, you like, know. pushing the button that would set it off. Yeah, right, it's yeah. That would right. Send. He was, like, World War Three is happening. Yeah. Uh, something like that where it was, like, ridiculous. And people, like, yeah. of course, ran with it. First on Twitter, then, of course, like, TikTok, like. Yeah took it off and everything and it just I mean crazy I was kind of like so I never really like I don't typically like follow politics like Mm. in that Mm -hmm. religious way Mm -hmm. and so when I saw it I was like what are people talking about it was it lit social media on five there were so 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 many memes memes. for a good amount of time like people really were like lol we're gonna live (laughs) through that it's actually pretty funny because that was really like again some two three months before like quarantine happened and covid happened so it was like ha 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 that won't be the thing it'll be another pandemic it won't be a war but it will be a health crisis no it'll be a health crisis a health Um, crisis we had a lot of award shows this year too it boggles my mind that we had Oscars we had like Grammys we had like half of our like American Hollywood awards ceremonies this year this year okay did you know (laughs) listen okay there's a lot of things that are uh changing mm-hmm. right now uh a la like black lives matter and um white people feel in some type of way about it for the mm-hmm. first time mm-hmm. uh so there's a lot of things that are changing shout out to the washington no longer redskins right um for finally after like actually years it's also to the point where it's like people were advocating for so long about how problematic the redskins are mm-hmm. i like do your research look it up 
that term is actually a slur. Like, it is derogatory. Yeah. It has always been. You will... It, I don't even need to go into that. Right. There's never been a time where that was an affirmative name for anybody. Uh-huh. Small context. The Washington Redskins are a Washington, D.C.-based yeah. American football, football yeah, team. Yeah, yeah. The right. team here. Um, and so, like, for the longest time. And to the extent that, like, when they finally, like, came around to it, which is all of two weeks ago... Which also they decided not to name it. They're just calling it the Washington team. I don't know if you saw that. Oh, really? Yeah, they didn't change the name. They just said that they're doing, like, Washington team yeah. for one more, uh, whatever the season is. Which, a season right. that's also There's remote. no season. Right. Yeah, yeah. they're so doing, like, paper cutouts in the in the stadium. But, anyways, so, like, that has all... It, it's been pushed for for so long to the extent that, like, when they finally got around to it, I wasn't, like, yay! Because, like... That is, like, such a small, small thing. Right. And the problem is that people are not fundamentally understanding how ingrained racism is in structures. Like, right. the whole point is to understand that, like, from the get-go and from the jump, everything has made in the like has been made in the likeness of whiteness. Mm-hmm. Not only in the United States, but obviously everywhere because we understand the colonial empire that is. Anywho... That's all to say, we're seeing, like, Aunt Jemima, t- like, taken off of, like, maple syrup things. <laughs> right, and, and, like, Lady Antebellum also changed their name. To Lady right. A and this other. So, like, we're seeing all these little things, and I um, am not of the mindset of, like, I need to, like, we need to scream and holler about small changes. Right. Um, because there are things that we need to scream and holler about, which is, like, quite literally, like, lives. Like, the right. lives part is what I'm going to scream about. Not um, this other stuff that is just part of making money anyways. But, hey, change it. Do it. That's all to say. We had awards, right? We did. We had awards. And I don't know if you knew, but the Grammys decided to change some of their awards. Madness! <laughs> I think this is so funny. It's so funny, guys. Uh, Get ready. It's so funny. Only because I'm like, did we ask? Who asked for this? Which, as we know, the Grammys... Grammy's so white. Like, we know this. Academy's right. so white. Emmy's yeah. so white. It's been a trending All thing. All of, like, tra- the traditional Hollywood awards yeah. are, like, white in structure, right? Yeah. Like, all these academies. Yeah. Yeah. So, essentially, like, just, like, a small kind of, like, DB for those who, like, yeah. maybe not know in, in like, yeah. uh, in detail. Yeah. It's not the, like, the public that really make no. these decisions. There are academies, institutions who, a panel. again, like, a panel of people and, and an organization of people who run these awards who make the decisions of who wins what. Mm-hmm. They, like, low-key take popular opinion into it, but it's kind of like the Electoral College and popular vote here in the yeah. U.S. Like, that's that's kind of, like, what like how we everyone operate. voted, but... Quote-unquote, <laughs> right? But it's really, like, a, it's a yeah. bunch of old white men yeah. and a few women few. who make these decisions. Absolutely. Right. So, I thought this was funny, and I'll, we'll, we'll keep it brief, but... Right. Um, so in response to all of the like all the, the civil un, like unrest and all these things regarding Black Lives Matter, yeah. I guess the Grammys and the old white people who run the organizations yeah. who again like support and run yeah. these award shows were like, you know what, we're not at all. We're going to change the names of certain categories yeah. Yeah. to respond to what's happening racially in this country. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah which like by the way. I mean, Beyonce hasn't showed up to a Grammy in so long. And it's because y'all have never given her the Grammy that she deserved. And some, same with Good Nicki boy. Minaj. The fact that Nicki Minaj actually doesn't have a Grammy is, like, pretty dumb to me. No, it's ridiculous. Like, put aside how you may feel about her right now. Right. And, like, whether you love your Nicki Stan. It doesn't actually particularly matter. She right. is the most iconic and really the most pivotal female rapper in the mm-hmm. game period and not even just in the past couple of years 
from the jump 10 years ago. From this was jump. it. Yeah. She was it. If I think of, like, if you think of, like, the female MC who really yeah. introduces us to, like, what female hip-hop oh looks like, it's okay. Nicki Minaj. Like, yeah. Moment for Life, like, Pink Print, like, Bedrock? Come on. That's Young Money, Cash Money? Yeah. The princess of that shit. And Lil Wayne definitely knew. Def- like, Lil Wayne was like, I was this little Nicki girl from New York. Right. She's for the girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she's going to blow up. She's one and done. I'm only going to put one female rapper on my label. And yeah. it was like, and it's Nicki. And y'all still haven't given her Grammy. But I, what I was going to say was right. the, the new categories that they have. All right, all right. So they have like four categories, been renamed. Okay, cool, cool, cool. And they're the ones that have traditionally uh, included black and Latinx, Latinx artists. Right. Which is also curious because. Um, that's all, like all of mainstream music at this right. point. So it's, it's super funny. Yeah. So it's weird right. to me that like there are still specific categories for right. uh, uh, like a racial group or an ethnic group. The quote group. unquote minority categories. Yeah. It's like it's funny because we are the majority of music. Yeah. So. Uh, put on the radio and tell me it all. It only takes 30 seconds to hear uh, like a rap song or a reggaeton song. So like make it make sense. Besides point. So like they change the Grammys, Grammys in their panel and they're in their room and they're like, we need to do something so mm. that they know that we're changing. Mm. So they've decided to include the best progressive R&B album, which is a category that was formerly known as best urban contemporary. So what I'm saying is they decided to call it best progressive R&B. What is a progressive R&B? What is progressive R&B? Honestly, DM us what you guys think because I couldn't even like. What is progressive? Is that a like political? Like, what is that? Like a political group? Like a coalition? A I don't think that's much better than urban contemporary. Yeah, progressive. What does that progressive? mean? What is progressive? Have you ever colloquially in just like right? Oh man, yo, oh. that. Listen, <laughs> that Tayana Taylor album. Listen, progressive. <laughs> <laughs> Summer Walker, progressive. progressive. Like, what does that mean? Like to me, that's like it's so. The condescension in the word yeah, progressive is, yeah. is equal to me as a condescension in the word urban. Yeah. That's, it, I think it's equal. Yeah. I think it's kind of like progressive maybe is, is a little bit more tailored to like a generation where yeah. it's like, oh, this is for the young kids. Yeah. Right? Progressive rhythm and blues. What it does that make, mean? It doesn't make sense to me because we say pop music as popular music. Right? That's right. literally the abbreviation of it, right? Right. Which we now all know that pop music is like... It's R and B, right? With a it's little rap like hip hop music. music. Exactly, it's hip hop music, it's rap music. It's like Drake, almost all of it, right? So I'm really sitting here and I'm like, why do we still have this like separate category that's meant to pin up every single brown artist right. and black artist? Right. Period. Um, to be best progressive. What is progressive? I have never heard a single person ever describe something. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so the next one, which I think is so funny, this is really the best one of it all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they have changed best rap slash sun performance to best melodic rap (laughs) (laughs) honestly what's melodic we will dm somebody a prize if they can like accurately (laughs) describe what melodic rap is to me i immediately think of drake and he's like like that's what i really think of like melodic rap and i'm just like what are you why did you change the whole entire rap category to melodic rap? And it's funny to me because I, I see the vision of what <laughs> happened here. It's yeah. these old white people yeah. who are like, they want to give, like, they don't want to be like, you know what, we have to like actually like recognize rap as like a, like a, a way of expressing and a, and a musical yeah. genre. And yeah, we want to yeah, give yeah. it like the weight and the like validity yep. and like the power of like, a symphony yeah. or like you know the things that will like you, you know, are melodic and you are melodic you are, they said blacks blacks 
blacks, do you feel included? <laughs> you too are melodic. Your rap music yes. is too of melody and harmony. This a Travis Scott is now yes, melodic. I see what you're doing. <laughs> Little Yachty, yes. he too is melodic. They said Yachty. <laughs> Yachty, I see what he is doing. I get it. It is progressive. Right. Progressing forward. It's, the Grammys are progressing. You are forward. Yes. Do you feel okay, Blacks? Do you hear the melody, Blacks? Have you settled now, Blacks? As you yell about your Breonna Taylors and your people. Yes, the urbans. The urban is your experience. Yes. She. We know that you hate the term ghetto. Yeah. And that we're not allowed to say ghetto. Yeah. And so, in fact, let's just say... Progressive. Progressive. When we really still mean urban. Absolutely. Which, what does that mean? Because do we not all live in urban places anyways? <laughs> right. Where do y'all think we live? On a farm? Where? What's we going live, on here? We live in cosmopolitans. We are. Yeah. Cosmopolitan people. Metropolitan. Like, what's going on? Like, what does that mean? The year is 2020. Buildings? You realize, like, ur- like, that's, like, a term for, like, buildings and, like, infrastructure. Like, totally. I'm really confused. Right. So, yeah, I don't know. I just had to share that because, like, in this year, we did um, watch everything from Parasite to all these videos to also oh. BET doing a virtual version yes. of their award show. So that yeah. also all happened this year. All happened this year. We had very two distinct experiences yeah. when it came to award shows. We had regular, you know, yeah. traditional yeah. award shows that happened with people and red carpets. Mm-hmm. And then we had your BET awards and all these other awards that were at home. And so we've really kind of, it, you know, it's incredible to think about how quickly things change. Yeah. And I think this, of course, this is strictly from our experience kind of in the US but I'm sure it kind of mirrors what has happened in other countries of you know one week we were just taking a brief hiatus from work with every confidence that we would be returning fairly quickly yeah. and then quickly like going back to April came meant to be coming back to June and yeah. all this and it's just it's really interesting how quickly things have changed and I think you honestly you know like more power to us for really showing how adaptable we can really be because like yeah. we've really like we've adjusted this is our new normal as they yeah. say right it's we're uh, looking at masks yeah. now like the same way that we look at like shoes or clothes <laughs> no actually because we were we uh, like I said months prior we were looking at all the summer deals that we can get uh, around the time of, of May oh, to like finesse summer outfits thinking right. that we would be out on these streets by August. Bian like, and I both have whole ass new wardrobes. No, we do. That we'll know when we'll see for a year. No, for sure because August is next Saturday so right. uh, that's not happening. Um, we thought like we'd like be cute for our summer birthdays because we are summer babies here. Woo! The gag is that that's actually fully at the door. The no. shoes are never going to be scuffed. They'll right. never leave the house. But we're now looking at least the answer will be better than my. I mean, I had coronavirus on my birthday, so like, the yeah, but it'll yeah. be better than my. But like, yeah. it's it's different. Yeah, it's different. Now we're looking at masks. Like, what features does this have? Um, what's the design? Right. Uh, what's we're the even looking at face shields? I'm really seriously looking at face shields because yeah. I'm like, this is like kind of dope. Like, yeah, just something to make me feel extra protected because I feel like I touch my face a lot. But Definitely. like. Definitely, topic. like, I touch my, like, eyebrow. Ah, right, just eyebrow. Right, eyebrows, right. Even, like, yeah. sweat off the forehead, like, yeah. whatever it may yeah. be. Yeah. It's different, baby. It's a new normal. It's a new normal. But, um, yeah. I was going to say one thing that I wanted to end on, because we were talking about this the other day. We, we, Koei and I had a lot of, like, catching up to do. Yeah. Post-COVID. Uh, yeah. Um, and one of the things that I was like, huh, that's kind of weird. I was like, Koei, like, that's, like, weird that you, like, like that. So, like, what are you, like, embarrassed to say that you, oh like, like? Just to, you know, remind the people that uh, we like, like, strange things. (laughs) 
honestly, so um, brief tangent, but it's connected to this. I recently had an amazing um, astrology reading from a new friend of show, his name is Pedro. Please follow him, Pyro Gemini. Yay. I will tag him in the description yeah. of this episode. Yeah. But that's all to say, he reminded me that like the way that I portray myself to other people and who I actually am is a disconnect there. Yeah. So like people consume me in a certain way and the way that I think people consume me is something different than who, who I actually am. Yeah. I'm reminded of that as I recently <laughs> got into a new TV show on Netflix called Cursed. It is about the... <laughs> It is about King Arthur and the Knights of the Round Table, and it's very much like, like it's your 16th century British like fairies and just like mystical creatures and humans and like all the stuff or whatever. And I have to honestly say, as embarrassed as I am about it, I was so into it. I was out here yeah, you're googling nerdy. thing. I was googling Nimue, who is like the title, like the titular character. So you know about like knights and like uh, goblets. And oh things. yeah, I went the deep dive. I was looking at like medieval culture and like in like the British area. I really just I got so I loved the story. I was fact checking all of it. I'm like a big Wikipedia person, so I'm just like sometimes honestly for pure pleasure, I'll go on Wikipedia and I'll see what like the top trending stories are because Wikipedia will have like top stories of the day, like either. Yeah people who have died or like in that on that day or like whatever people are like you know just like a new fresh story and i'll click on it and i'll do a deep dive and i'll click into new and new and new stories yeah that's all to say i love cursed on netflix yeah it really like i didn't know that you were like a like a medieval nerd like that um, but you, I, you didn't watch I'm, game of thrones though i'm really not i mean i hate game of thrones we'll talk about that later so um but i i really just like i love history a lot yeah. and i am like a big lover of like storytelling. So yeah. whenever I see like a good story with a historical backdrop, ooh, sign me up. If there's okay. any kind of historical, like I'm, I'm into it. I'm, yeah. I'm learning about the period. I'm like, yeah. yes, we're on this. I'm You're really- You're a period person. So. I'm a period piece person like yeah. through and through and through. And I have- DM her about it. Let's talk about it. Cause I can talk about it like to the end of time, but yeah. I really, I loved it. But like, that's something that I really just hold deep to myself. What yeah. about you, Viet? Like what? Are, what are you like embarrassed to say? What what we have something to say? What are you mad about saying it? You know, this would have been like a like embarrassed to say, but like I got nothing to lose anymore. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, baby, sit in my home chest. I listen. We love Paramore. We've talked about this before, and I think I really <laughs> that tweet we saw that girl. She was like, all black people love Paramore, and I was like, Morgan Jurgens, appreciate her. No, amazing we, writer. Editor. Yeah, we like we all love Paramore, whether or not you know it. Once you listen to it, you're like, wow, that hits. So uh. I will say that one thing that I <laughs> embarrassed to say that I love is I definitely have like a really uh, deep, like edgy music taste to me Ooh. that comes from a really peculiar like couple of years where I did such a deep dive that I probably only exclusively listened to like like a Kings of Leon situation. And if you don't know what that means, don't even worry about it. Like, don't even worry about it. This is not like a plug to like go and run and like. <laughs> but also, like, do you know what I mean? I mean, like, if you listen to the radio circa 2010, maybe you probably heard like their song "Sex on Fire" or "Sex with Fire." So I don't know. It's, it's like edgy. What my point is, if you know what that means, you do. If you don't, don't even worry about it. But there's <laughs> a time where like I probably exclusively listened to that. Um, which is like a really peculiar thing because uh, there's no remnants of that in my Spotify year in review. So like that was a time. That being said, I am down with the alts and I'm down with the energy. And I really, really, I promise you that like if you think that you listen to something that was like grungy 
and like on that edge. I'm probably familiar with this. <laughs> Viet's covering her tracks here. <laughs> Viet really I'm has so... a deep knowledge of like like yeah. pop Weird ass punk, music. Pop like punk, really pop just like punk. pop punk, but also just like like truly angsty music of like the two the, the like late yeah. 2000s yeah. into early 2010s so really if that's your bread and butter like hit our girl up because truly like she has a depth of knowledge we're like i thought i could match her because i too went through like a, like a green day cold play kind of face but like viet really like listened to like albums like she yeah. knows yeah. lyrics so really yeah. just like it's a specific you... window though like you said like it's really i couldn't name a person now I don't know what's out there in this genre Covering anymore. your bases. I'm going to say <laughs> once again. No, it's... <laughs> I feel your embarrassment. I get, we get it. Viet loves rap and hip-hop and popular music. Yeah, like, yeah, she it. really does. I honestly get new recommendations for, of songs from her all the time. But I'm telling you, our rock fans, our pop punk, Viet's a fan. If you don't know me, that's what, that's what I know. That truly is yeah. what it is. That's, a, that's like maybe like five people. Yeah. <laughs> know that in like like on a day to day. Yeah. Now y'all know it. I just told you, but right. it's different. Now the always know. You know that I know about an album like yeah. that from head to toe, and I won't even talk about it anymore. I so mm. this was like a long episode simply because we did have so much to say. Added it. Are you guys mad at it? We're not mad. We have some things to catch up on. We had a lot. Ain't, to, ain't nothing yeah. but a thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You guys know our usual kind of like timeline. Yeah. But again, thank you guys so much for keeping with us, yeah. listening to this. We really appreciate you guys. We're back. And now that we're back and we're fully loaded oh, like Herbie you know what I'm saying <laughs> wait what did you say like Herbie like Herbie fully loaded <laughs> you said something else <laughs> not the sexually transmitted <laughs> disease not herpes Herbie and you pointed at me like why did you do that I thought you knew what I was doing Herbie fully loaded yeah like the movie that Lizzie Lohan was in the remake remake of I know precisely the reference that you're referring to, yeah. but I want you to know that that was like so far behind mm-hmm. in my brain mm-hmm. that I actually thought you were referring to the one that is a little bit more um, colloquially known as an SD. <laughs> <laughs> and to whom? That's all to say. Thank you guys again. We are back. We're going to be with you guys every Friday, every Saturday. If you're in other yeah. time zones, you know what it is. We love you guys. We appreciate you. And if Thanks you got so something much. to say... Hit us up. We'll yeah. talk about it. We want to hear from you guys. And not just that. If you have something to sell, true, you let us know. You got something yeah. to share. Yeah. Whether that is a product or a service or a knowledge. Yeah. We're all about showcasing businesses. Yeah. Up small, up and coming, enterprising. So you let us know, and we'll talk about it. And we'll make it happen. Okay. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much. Have a great day. This is something to say. With V and K.